Hello and welcome to the Quiet Profit Podcast. This podcast is for introverted coaches, consultants, creatives, and service-based business owners who want to get the fuck out of their own way and create a profitable, sustainable business that they actually love. I'm Amy, I'm a mindset coach, and I'm also an introvert. I know what it's like to feel drained as fuck by sales and marketing and trying to do business the extroverted way. I also know what it's like to have a business that feels natural and easy and enjoyable. And that's what I want for you too. This podcast is a safe space to talk about all things related to building a profitable business specifically tailored towards introverts. As a mindset coach, I know that the gap between where you are now and where you want to be in your business is mindset. So this podcast will help you to overcome self-doubt and imposter syndrome and create a business and a life on your own terms. Are you ready? Let's get into it. Hello friend, welcome back. I'm so happy that you're here with me today. So I wanted to start off this episode by asking you a question. Do you struggle with self-doubt and feeling like an imposter? Like maybe you have thoughts like, oh, I'm not really good enough to be doing this. I'm not smart enough. I don't have enough experience. Um, At any given moment, I'm probably going to be found out that, you know, I'm a fraud, that I don't really know what I'm talking about. I struggled with self-doubt and feeling like an, an imposter big time. Like, I think my dominant way of thinking was this way, was self-doubt, was imposter syndrome. Like my dominant thoughts were around how I just wasn't good enough, not smart enough, not experienced enough. Like that was constantly on my mind. I was constantly worried about what people thought of me, that I looked stupid, that I was saying stupid things, that, um, you know, people could see through the fact that um, I wasn't, any good at what I was doing like I would have these thoughts constantly um and they're paralyzing these thoughts and a lot of the time we don't even notice that this is what is going on in our minds 24 7 like it's like going on and on in the background like everything that we're doing is um you know to this like background noise of all of this self all of this self-talk all of this negative self-talk um all of these beliefs that we have about ourselves that are not serving us. And so what I want to talk about in this episode is self-doubt. And I wanted to share with you like how I have learned how to move through self-doubt quickly and how I've started to create a new belief system to support a dominant way of thinking that's actually a match to my goals and the match to the person that I want to be. So I'm not paralyzed by these thoughts. So I can actually get shit done and, and get momentum, especially in my business. Because it was when I started my business that all of these like beliefs, all of the self-doubt and imposter syndrome really came to the surface with full force. And maybe you can relate to that. I mean, Going starting your own business, like going out and doing your own thing, um, that takes a lot. <laughs> that takes a lot of courage. So for one, which I don't think um, we give ourselves enough credit for, uh, but and at the same time, 
like there's a lot of shit that comes up with that and you know for me um putting myself out there so being on social media for example that was something which was a huge um jump for me to do I had to push through a lot of fear to be able to do that because my natural way of being is not really like aligned to social media you know well I don't really believe that now but you know at the time being on social media was not something that I really wanted to be doing and so and and what I now understand was that the reason why I felt like that one of the reasons is because of some of these underlying beliefs you know around like well you know if I put myself out there like I'm gonna I'm exposed people are gonna like find me out <laughs> they're gonna you know I'm gonna be exposed as a fraud and people are gonna judge me and what are they gonna think and you know I'm not good enough to be doing this and all that shit like that's what was really causing the resistance to be on social media so like being on social media is actually like fairly is a neutral thing it's just it's this it's not good nor bad it's just is it's just all of our beliefs and paradigms that we have about ourselves that cause all the, all the struggle and the resistance around it right um so it was yes so going back to like where this sort of came all to the surface where I started to notice it is when I started my business and I started to um become more aware of the self-doubt and and how much it was playing on my mind and towards the end of 2020 um I was really struggling so I was actually having a lot of quote-unquote success in my business at this time so if you were looking from the outside it looked good like I was I had a really successful program in the sense that I was bringing in a lot of new clients. Um, I was meeting my revenue goals. I was doing actually way better than, you know, <laughs> than I ever expected in terms of the flow of clients that I had and the revenue that I was making. But I was fucking struggling on the inside. I, like my head was a mess. I was... Um, on the path to burnout and like I ended up there big time um everything felt really 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 hard so you know my definition of success now is not really about revenue like yes I have revenue goals and I want to help my clients to achieve their goals around revenue if that's what they want to do because you know when we have money coming in it gives us freedom and options and it expands our capacity to help people and to impact on people in the way that we want to and, and help more people and all those things. So like having more money is like awesome. I'm not saying that that's not a goal um, or that it's not important. It's just that I don't think that that is the only measure of success because there's you can be earning a lot of money in your business. You can be bringing a lot of revenue in, but fucking hate your life and fucking hate your business. <laughs> and be struggling every day um you know and and that to me is not really a good way to be living so it's not really like quote-unquote success um and so for me having success in my business is about 
not is not only about revenue it's about generating that revenue in a way that actually feels really good to me that feels um that feels easy i'm not saying that it's like everything falls on your lap and you don't have to do anything um like you you're working for it like you're and you're um doing things in your business obviously to generate that um revenue and there are going to be challenges along the way but you're doing it in a way that feels good to you that feels at that you feel ease you feel like that like this actually fun you're enjoying it you are living in accordance with your values you're being true to yourself you're being true to your nature you're not trying to fight against um like to be somebody else or do things just because you think you should like that is the business that you know I want to create that I'm creating for myself I have created for myself and that um I'm now helping others to create for themselves like shifting the metric of success away from revenue alone to actually creating a business that you feel really fucking good about being in and that you actually like being in um so anyway that's a bit of a tangent but from the outside at the end of 2020 it probably looked like everything was going really well for me and it was in one way but in other way I was really struggling and what I was kept doing is I kept trying to push through and I kept just trying to um find this a mad like the magic strategy that would make things easier for me so I spent thousands and thousands like tens of thousands of dollars on different like coaching programs and like masterminds and stuff which were more around which were around strategy to try and find like this magic strategy that was suddenly going to make things easier when actually what was going to make things easier and what was going to you know um change things for me was what was on the inside of me what I was what I believed what I thought about myself my self-image it was getting to the root of my self-doubt because underneath the self-doubt was all of my judgments and limiting beliefs about myself. And so like, I think I started to become, get a bit of an awareness of around a, a bit of awareness around this, around that it was really my thinking that was causing so much of the struggle. Um, and, you know, I definitely went through a period of time like, oh, you've just got to change your attitude and change your mindset. And then, and just think about things differently. Just, just think about, think about things think about your business differently just decide that you actually like you love doing sales and, and you love doing this just just decide that and change your attitude around it um and that's all well and good like I do believe that it is about your attitude and I 100% believe with my whole heart that it, you get to decide how you see things and and um, what you choose to believe 100% but it's there, there's so much more to that like it's about really getting underneath underneath the surface and understanding your the limiting beliefs that are in your subconscious mind and actually doing the work to create new beliefs and to um create a new way of thinking so that so that that new way of thinking and those new beliefs become your dominant automatic thoughts and 
that then creates a new way that you feel about things and the new way that you see the world. And then that shapes your attitude. So it's, it's like, if you just are trying to find a strategy that's going to um, be the magic answer, that's like a band-aid solution. Like it might give you some relief for a little bit amount of time for a bit of time, but it's not going to be a long-term thing because the root cause like is like the the actual injury <laughs> is your your beliefs and and um and your dominant way of thinking and so without addressing that it's just like putting a band-aid on it so whatever strategy you you choose like it might work for a while but at some point it comes crashing down or like you can't hold on to the results that you create through that strategy because you haven't created a belief system and a concept of yourself to support holding on to those results. It's not a match. Um, And then it's the same with just like trying to decide to think differently about something without doing the work, just thinking, oh, I just need to change my mindset about it. Like that will only last for a certain amount of time. It's like a Band-Aid until, you know, the until the wound rips open again because it's not been actually stitched up properly um we haven't got to the root of the issue which is like actually what is living in your subconscious mind because that's going to come back through it's going to pop back through if you don't if you don't change that so th- this is where the work is and so I didn't understand that <laughs> I didn't understand that this was the work that I needed to do for a really long time like I said, I just kept scrambling around for another strategy or kept telling myself, just change your attitude. That that wasn't like a long-term solution. And so at some point, I think I kind of gained some awareness that like I needed to do some deeper work on myself. And that was where I needed to really um, direct my attention. And my first sort of experience of getting to the heart of this was when I decided to work with a life coach, Meredith. And so I made an appointment um, to have a session. Well, I, yeah, I, I booked in to have a session with Meredith um, at the end of 2020. And I got out my journal and I wrote down a list of what I labeled issues at the time. And I wanted to read those to you now because maybe you can really relate this really takes me back to exactly how I was feeling at the time so this is late 2020 and at the top of the page it says issues underlined and this is what I wrote feeling like I have no time not enjoying the moment being stuck in my head never switching off from thinking about my business my business consumes my whole life Everything feels hard. Worrying about what people think of me. Replaying things over and over in my head. Doubting myself and my right to say things. Doubting my program and taking money from people. Not seeing the value in my program and myself. Telling myself people could be better off seeing someone else. Letting small bits of negative feedback affect me for days. Being too emotionally connected to the business. Having difficulty visioning success. My self-confidence, taking up space, 
I don't want to waste anyone's time worrying about thinking I'm stupid, fear of putting myself out in the public domain, fear of being seen as a fraud. <sighs> when I read those back to myself, um, it just takes me back to how I felt then and how I was like, now I'm in such a different state of awareness. Like, I honestly feel like a different person to when I wrote out that list. And like, I wanted to share that with you because if you relate to this, if you feel like you're in that place, you know, the, in the place that I was then, um, I just want you to know that there's light at the end of the tunnel and that you can change this for yourself by looking within you. Like, do you know what the most amazing thing to know is, is that you can completely change your reality and how you feel by changing how what you believe and what you think. Like the power to, to create your own reality and to feel completely different to how you do now is actually within you. Like you don't have to go outside of yourself. You don't need to find some other strategy or some other this or that to to fix things for you it actually comes from from within you and you've got so much power to create the reality that you want and it all starts with an awareness of what's going on in your subconscious mind and our subconscious mind is what is running the show our subconscious mind is where all of our beliefs and our paradigms and what I call judgments live so When I was so when I was reading out those those issues, I can now see all of the limiting beliefs and judgments that were underneath those. So, for example, worrying about what other people think. So that's one of the things that I wrote there. Worrying about what other people think. Underneath that is all of my beliefs I had about not being good enough not being worthy, not being smart. Um, you know, those, 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 are the, those are the core beliefs that then, that then cause me to worry about what other people think. Um, and the thing is, when you have a strong belief in yourself, you don't give a fuck about what anyone thinks. Because, you know, we only actually be, we're only offended by things which we believe that there's truth behind. And, and so this is like a really beautiful thing to know. When you're triggered by someone saying something about you, it shows you like a window into your subconscious mind around what you actually believe about yourself. Because if you didn't believe what they said in any way shape or form it would be like water off a duck's back you wouldn't even flinch or bat an eyelid because you don't believe it so it doesn't affect you but if you're triggered by it it shows you somewhere deep inside that you believe that about yourself and that's great to know because that's something you can work on to bring that belief out examine it and potentially create a new truth um, about yourself that 
that replaces that belief. So that if somebody said something around that again in the future, it wouldn't have impact you. So, you know, I used to um I used to get so upset by comments on social media. Like if someone commented something on like something a bit nasty um on one of my posts. Um and this didn't happen very often, but but as I started to grow, I sometimes did get some not so nice comments. And sometimes they would really affect me. And like I said, in like in my list that I just read out, I said, I let small bits of negative feedback affect me for days. And I now understand that that was because that I believed that feedback to be true in some way. And that's why it was affecting me. So I remember, um, actually, this is all just coming back to me now. I remember... Um, somebody commenting on um on one of my posts uh but she charges a thousand dollars for this who can afford that and at the time I was just so upset by that comment I was like yeah I just I felt so I don't even know what the feeling is like I think it brought up feelings of like, yeah, I'm not worthy enough to be charging that. Like, who am I to be charging $1,000? She's right. She's right. Who am I to be charging this? And of course, that brought, so that brought to the surface my belief that I wasn't worthy of charging $1,000 for that service. So I believed her. And that's why I felt so triggered by the comment. Because now, now, now that I've done the work on my worth and I know that my what I offer is highly valuable and worthy of massive compensation if somebody were to comment that now well she charges a thousand dollars for her service I'd be like damn right I do <laughs> yes of course what I do is worth 10 times that amount and you know it would not bother me it would be like nothing but at that time, because I held the belief that I wasn't worthy of charging that amount and that you know I should just be helping people for free. And if I really cared about people, I would do it for free. Like those are the sort of beliefs that I held back then. It meant that when that comment came through, it really got to me. So you see how you see how your beliefs shape your reality in that way. So because I believed that I wasn't really worthy of charging that amount, that um, I was a bad person for charging that amount, that I probably should be helping people for free if I really wanted to help people that meant that my reality was that I created evidence of that because if I if my belief was not a match to that I wouldn't even have really noticed that comment it would have gone over I would have seen it it would have I would have let it go I wouldn't have even thought about it so it wasn't it's not part of my reality but because I believe that to be true it became my reality I was searching for evidence of that belief, found it in that comment. See, see, that's true. It's true. Reinforce, reinforce. This is my reality. I'm not good enough to be charging $1,000. I should probably reduce my price. Maybe I should just fucking not be doing this at all because who am I to do it? You know what I mean? So the work was understanding that belief, getting 
getting under it and seeing what what was underneath it and then creating new truths about who I am and what I'm worth and the person creating a self the self image of the person that had my goals because the person with my goal would not be worrying about comments like that the person with my goal would be thinking shit yeah I'm worth a thousand dollars I'm worth 10 times 100 times more than that that's what the person my goal would be thinking and so this is so this is the work that you know I did on myself um so this is where I directed my attention. So instead of focusing on the strategy, like trying to find the perfect strategy, I started to focus on what was going on inside my mind. And I learned about self-image, creating a self-image that's a match to my goals. So instead of worrying about the how all the time, I became very, very focused on who, on the who. Who do I need to become to be the person who has my goals and who has and who feels the way that I want to feel, that has a business that feels good, that feels aligned? Like, who do I need to be to create that? So I just want you to imagine like your beliefs and your paradigms. They're like a filter through which you see the world. So beliefs and paradigms, they're neither good nor bad. They just are. It's just that when they are not serving us, that's when they become a problem. So the beliefs and paradigms that we have have been formed over many, many years, many of which we've inherited from our parents or caregivers and people around us when we were young. So many of our beliefs about the world and what's possible for us have been inherited from the people that were closest to us when we were young. And then as we've grown up, We've just strengthened those beliefs. They've become more and more embedded in our subconscious. And then we've also just formed more and more as we've got older. So beliefs and paradigms are really just thoughts that we've had over and over again that have hardened into fact in our minds. And those beliefs and paradigms, they live in our subconscious mind. So it's this programming that's going under, on underneath the surface all the time. and those beliefs um, shape our reality because it's through the lens of those beliefs or through the filter of those beliefs that we see everything around us. And so like I was saying before, um, with that example of seeing that comment, like through the filter of my belief that I wasn't really worthy, you know, that shaped my reality about, and that that helped me, that that caused me to see that comment in a certain light. So, for example, like, you know, if you've got the underlying belief 
that you're not very smart, which is one belief that I had for such a long time, which I continue to keep rewiring and changing and and creating a new belief to support, you know, my my upgraded self-image. But say you have the underlying belief that you're not smart, then what happens is that everything that you see around you, you find you you look for evidence to support that. And then you disqualify yourself from opportunities because you don't think you're smart enough. And so you can see how something like that is a block to your goals. It's a block to what you want to potentially achieve. And you might not even know that it's happening. This is why some beliefs and paradigms are so, so sneaky. Um, it's sort of like a um, like a virus in a computer. So, you know, when there's a virus in a computer running in the background, it slows everything down. It makes everything fucking clunky and... Um, and, and and just yeah really slow and eventually like a virus will probably will end end up with a system breakdown and this is sort of what our self-limiting beliefs are doing like they're running in the background so they're running in our subconscious mind slowing us down creating self-sabotage because if you don't really believe that you're good enough to do something when an opportunity presents for you to do it you find a way to sabotage it so it slows you down and it's a block. And so the key like to actually moving forward and to feeling much differently around whatever you want to achieve is to actually understand that subconscious programming to to to, to get to any um to un unkink the hose so, so it's sort of like a kink in a hose stopping the water from flowing through like this is what self-limiting beliefs are and like that virus in the computer slowing everything down so what we believe about ourselves so it, it forms it forms our self-image the concept that we have of ourselves and So our self-image, what we believe about ourselves, also lives in our subconscious mind. And it's like a benchmark for what is possible for us because you can't outperform your own self-image. That is something that my coach, Hannah Khan, taught me. And it's so profound. It's, it has such a profound impact on my life. You can't outperform your own self-image. So whatever you believe about yourself, which is your self-image, creates your limitations or conversely means that you have no limitations if, if you choose to believe that for yourself. So this is why it's so empowering once you know it. So this is why it can feel so fucking frustrating if you have a goal like you want to achieve something and you have all of the like logical stuff worked out. You have the strategy, you have the steps, you have all the things that you need to, to do to reach the goal. Logically, that all makes sense. But for some reason, 
it feels like a fucking struggle. You come up against obstacles all the time. It feels way too hard. Um, and it's like you like you take a step forward and two steps backwards. And it's just always a struggle. And usually what that is about is that your self-image and what you believe is possible for you is not actually a match to where you want to be. And so you're coming up against all of that, all of that subconscious programming that's the virus in the computer slowing everything down. And it's and it's getting in the way of you achieving the goal. It's the block to the goal. Your self-image, who you believe you are, doesn't line up to the goal. There's there, there's a discrepancy. It's not a match. So the work that I've done on myself is has been around being very intentional about creating the person that has my goal. So thinking about what my goal is, what my goals are. So like the lifestyle that I want to create for myself, the business that I want to have, the amount of revenue that I'm generating, what I'm doing with myself, like looking at those goals and then thinking about who do I have to be to have those goals? Who is the person with those goals? So looking into the future and thinking about who is the person that has that goal? What does she believe? What does she think? What are her dominant thoughts? Because the person with my goals, their dominant thoughts aren't, oh, I wonder what I, I'm like, I'm worried about what people think about me. I'm not worth charging money for my services. Like she's not having those sort of thoughts. No way. What, it, what does she believe and what does she think? And then taking those thoughts and beliefs and bringing them into the present and making those thoughts and beliefs my dominant thoughts and beliefs now to create the goal so I'm creating the goal from this state of awareness from this way of thinking from these beliefs it's not that I am it's it's not that you have the beliefs and the thoughts when you reach the goal. See, that's that's a massive um, misunderstanding. It's like, well, when I achieve the goal, then I'll think differently and then I'll have different beliefs. But really what I've learned I need to do is have the beliefs and the thoughts now and operate from that place to create the goal. And this is not this is not easy when um, there are times where it's there's a big mismatch between where you are now and where you want to be, and so there's a lot of thoughts and beliefs, you know, and a lot of that self doubt comes through. Like, like look at where you are now. Like you're in la la land. Like thinking that you know you're so far, much further ahead, and like that is really important to be aware of those sort of things because it's those sort of thoughts that are a kink in the hose, that are, that are the virus. And instead, 
what my work has been to do is to intentionally create those thoughts and beliefs of the person that has my goal and creating new truths for myself and the and the repetition of those new truths over and over every day for me in my head like so I have many different exercises that I do to create this new self-image this is what I now you know, work with my clients to do as well and teach them to, to create their new truths and create a new self-image that's a match to their goals because that is getting to the root cause so that is changing from the inside out that is what is the key to long-term change not a band-aid solution I think the the main discipline for is bringing your thoughts back to how would my future self think about this situation and being very aware of noticing your thoughts spiraling into self-doubt into into that imposter syndrome and getting your, your thoughts back on track um, and you're going, and it's not all a smooth run. Like for me, I, I notice when my thoughts have spiraled, you know, into areas where I don't want to be going anymore, but I've learned over time how to bring it back more quickly and more quickly and how to get into the feeling of having my goal. And so this is such an important point. I'll do a whole other podcast on this. Um, I think I've gone on so many tangents in this. <laughs> you can probably tell that I have like no script and I'm just like, talking from like what is just coming into my head um right in this moment but um getting into the feeling of your goal is and this is something that has clicked for me like over the last six months it's just become like my my absolute priority is being in the feeling of the person with my goal and the and having the feelings of being in the goal now like feelings of abundance and feelings of like um you know the abundance of everything flowing to me like those feelings like having those feelings now and noticing like if my feelings um are going in a direction that I don't want them to be going I'm trying to bring them back to the feeling state that I want because when we're looking when we're pursuing a goal we're really pursuing a feeling that we want to have, right? Like that's that's really why we want to get something is because of the feeling that it gives us. And we can actually have that feeling now if we can tap into it. And when we are on, when we have those feelings, our feelings create vibrations. Uh, they create It creates a vibrational match for anything which is on the same frequency. So when you have the feelings that you will have when you reach the goal. You're attracting everything that's a match to your goal to you. You know, the law of attraction. So it's the feelings that you have that create those vibrations and that attract everything which is on that same frequency. And it goes for and it goes for the feelings that you don't want to have and what you don't want to attract. So if your dominant thoughts and feelings are around lack and scarcity, well, that's what you attract what's a match to that. You attract what's a match to scarcity and lack. And any and the abundance is not on that frequency. So it can't find you. You're not a match to that. So it's about creating the, the thoughts and feelings which are a match to what you want to attract into your life. 
because it's twofold, right? It's creating the vibrational frequency for things that are on the same frequency to find you. And it's also creating your reality because of how that you, what you believe becomes your truth. Because whatever you believe, remember, is the filter through which you see the world, like the lens, like a pair of glasses, you're looking through them, through that belief, and you find evidence of it everywhere around you. You find opportunities for that to be true. So whether it's whether it's one whether it's a belief that's serving you, it's not serving you. You know, you're seeking out evidence of it and for for that to be true for you. So if you if you are looking through the lens of a belief that is serving you, that is a match to your goal, you're going to find evidence of that. You're going to find the opportunities. You're going to find the ideas and all of the things which is a match to the goal and to the person that you want to be. So it's about creating these beliefs and dominant thoughts and feelings that are a match to your future self and bringing that future self into the present and being them now and acting from that place. And I promise this is what changes everything. This is what changes everything for you in your life, in your business, doing this work on what you believe and how you think. I know that for me, it took a long time for me to get to where I am now in this way of thinking um, because there were so many judgments around it, so many judgments around it. And I think that for me, working with a coach really helped me to spot all of these really sneaky judgments and self-limiting beliefs because like, we want to hold on to them. We want to hold on to these limiting beliefs and judgments because they're safe. They're what, they're what we've always known. Um, so, and like we can fall into the trap of judging ourselves for holding ourselves back as well. Like there's just a spiral of judgment when really like the, the self-limiting beliefs and judgments that we've held onto, which have kept us at a certain level or kept us in a certain pattern um that we've been in like even though it might not have been like serving us we might not have liked being there it was it's been a safe space like our brains are always just trying to protect us like we're because and what is um safe is the not it's what is known so when we want to move into a new level like we want to move it up a level we want to explore something different we want to be someone different that is fucking scary because it's the unknown and so our brain like tries to create all the reasons why we shouldn't do it and why we should stay safe where we are and so when we can like it's I think it's important just to realize that we've been just in this like we've been like trying to protect ourselves but that's not been in service so letting go of that, letting go of judgment around that, and then being able to notice the sneaky self-limiting beliefs that keep like kind of trying to pull us back. And this is where working with a coach really helped me because there were certain things that I couldn't see for myself that she helped me to see. 
And she could see possibilities for me that I couldn't see yet because I wasn't at that awareness of being able to see them because my self-image wasn't a match to it yet. I just didn't have the capacity to be able to see that possibility underneath all the, like the judgments were sort of like just totally snuffing all of that out. So by working with a coach, it's like you can, they can help you to see possibilities that you can't see for yourself quite yet. And then help you to, to peel back all of these judgments and limiting beliefs that maybe you can't see um, for yourself either yet. And so, and this is what I help my clients to do now, to get to the root of that, to, to peel back all of the layers of all of the judgments, to really get clarity, to understand what they actually really want, not what um, they think they should do or should want, but what they really want. Un unblock you know unkink the hose understand what the what is going on in the background what's running underneath um this in this sub in their subconscious mind and to create a self-image that's a match to where they want to be um so this all starts with awareness about your judgments your self-limiting beliefs noticing your dominant thoughts so a window into your current self-image is your inner narrative like what is the self-talk that you have when you can become aware of that it gives you a really good understanding of what your beliefs are about yourself and I think that this can really come through when you set a goal for yourself when you set a goal say like a 90-day goal if you set a goal and then you notice all of the voices that come through that inner narrative, that gives you a really good insight into your current self-image and can potentially start to um, open up your awareness to what your limiting beliefs are. And so what you could do from this episode is to take out your journal, like I did back in, 20, in late 2020, and try to write out like what your self-doubt is, like what sort of thoughts are coming through um, that show doubt. What do you believe about yourself? Can, do, can you identify any self-limiting beliefs? Maybe you want to think about a goal that you have and, and notice any voices that come through when you think about achieving that goal. Because the first step in this process is bringing these judgments to the surface so that you can work with them. Okay, I think that I have prattled on for long enough now. <laughs> um, I definitely have gone off on a lot of tangents. I hope that you found, that found this episode helpful. Um, there is so much to unpack with this. Like I could honestly talk about like different aspects of this for hours and hours and hours. There's so much to like explore so many different angles to it and I look forward to exploring more of those angles on this um, podcast and I would love to know like do you have you found this episode um, helpful has it been enlightening like have you learned something new has it brought um, something to the surface that you didn't know before like I would just I would love to know so send me a dm um, on Facebook or Instagram um, I would love to hear from you and yeah, I'll see you over in the next episode. Bye for now.
Hey, thanks so much for listening into this episode of Quiet Profit. I am so stoked that you've taken the time to listen. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure that you subscribe so that you can see when the next episode comes out. And I would love to connect with you. Um, come follow me over on Instagram. I'm at Amy S. Black. So that's at A-I-M-E-E-S-B-L-A-C-K. I'll pop it in the show notes and be sure to say hello. All right, I'll see you over in the next episode. Bye for now.